Welcome to the Cosmic Trigger podcast, in which members of the Cosmic Trigger community take the reins. Last time, author Alistair Fruish spoke with Eric Davis about Robert Anton Wilson's philosophy and legacy. If you missed it, head over to the archive and give it a download. It's great. This time, Al's back with a newly composed monosyllabically meditative poem based on the work of John Lilly. Just a quick reminder that the Cosmic Trigger play is on at the Cockpit Theatre until the 27th of May. Head over to thecockpit.org.uk to secure your tickets and be quick. They're selling out fast. But why don't we hand over to Al to explain more about this particular podcast. Hello, my name is Alistair Fruish. Recently at the Cockpit in London, Daisy Campbell staged a group reading of The Sentence, my second novel, which is entirely monosyllabic and one sentence long. The book contains a description of the Leary-Wilson eight-circuit theory of consciousness. That section of the book was first read in public at the Finding the Others Festival in Liverpool during the first run of Daisy Campbell's play, The Cosmic Trigger. In his book, Robert Anton Wilson recounts using a recording of John Riley's text, Beliefs Unlimited, as a way of modifying his consciousness especially to mark the return of the Cosmic Trigger to the stage at the cockpit in May 2017. I have returned to monosyllables and have prepared a short piece that takes Lily's Beliefs Unlimited as a starting point. The first voice you'll hear is Kate Alderton as Arlen Riley Wilson reading the text of Beliefs Unlimited. That will be followed by Alistair Fruish's own interpretation of the meditation, read by Oliver Senton in the voice of Robert Anton Wilson. In the province of the mind, what one believes to be true either is true or becomes true within certain limits to be found experientially and experimentally. These limits are beliefs to be transcended. Hidden from oneself is a covert set of beliefs that control one's thinking, one's actions, and one's feelings. The covert set of hidden beliefs is the limiting set of beliefs to be transcended. To transcend one's limiting set, one establishes an open-ended set of beliefs about the unknown. The unknown exists in one's goals for changing oneself in the means for changing, in the use of others for the change, in one's capacity to change, in one's orientation toward change, in one's elimination of hindrances to change, in one's assimilation of the aids to change, in one's use of the impulse to change, in one's need for changing, in the possibilities of change, in the form of change itself and in the substance of change and of changing. The unknown exists in one's goals for changing oneself, in the means for that change, in the use of others in the changing, in one's capacity for changing oneself, in one's orientation toward changes, in the elimination of hindrances to changing, in one's assimilation of the aids to changing, in one's impulses towards changing oneself and undergoing changes, in one's needs for change, in the possibilities for change, 
in the form of the changes themselves and in the substance of the changes and of changing itself. There are unknowns in my goals toward changing. There are unknowns in my means of changing. There are unknowns in my relations with others in changing. There are unknowns in my capacity for changing. There are unknowns in my orientation toward changing. There are unknowns in my assimilation of changes, and there are unknowns in my needs for changing. There are unknowns in the possibilities of me changing. There are unknowns in the forms into which changing will put me. There are unknowns in the substance of the changes that I will undergo in my substance after changes. My disbelief in all these unknowns is a limiting belief, preventing my transcending my limits. My disbelief in these unknowns is a belief, a limiting belief, preventing my transcending my limits. By allowing there are no limits, no limits to thinking, no limits to feeling, no limits to movement, by allowing, there are no limits. There are no limits to thinking, no limits to feeling, no limits to movement. That which is not allowed is forbidden. That which is allowed exists. In allowing no limits, there are no limits. That which is forbidden is not allowed. That which is not allowed is forbidden. That which exists is allowed. That which is allowed exists. In allowing no limits, there are no limits. That which is not allowed is forbidden. That which is forbidden is not allowed. That which is allowed exists. That which exists is allowed. To allow no limits, there are no limits. No limits allowed. No limits exist. In the province of the mind, what one believes to be true either is true or becomes true. In the province of the mind, there are no limits. In the province of the mind, what one believes to be true is true or becomes true. There are no limits. In the sphere of the mind, what you trust to be true is true. What will grow to be true in a fixed range of bounds to be found by self-trial and by test. These bounds that brook no doubts, these are to be crossed too. Masked off, kept from your own self, out of view, Hush, hush. In the murk in you, there is a set of sunk thoughts with no doubts hitched to them that sway you on a sly, shape your deeds and what you feel. This out-of-view-to-you deep-sunk set of core thoughts with no doubts yoked to them, with full faith in them, and no doubts that they might not be true, 
are the bounds that are to be crossed. To cross the bounds of your sunk, out-of-view, set thoughts, make a not-fixed group of hunch-hint clues of the not-known. The not-known lies in our aims for change in the self, in the means for change, in the use of some folk to help us change, in our scope for change, in the way we point our face at change, in how we get rid of the stuff that stops change, in how we take on board aids to change, in our use of the urge to change, in our need to change, in the odds of change, in the form of change, and in the stuff of change. So the not known lies in your aims for change in the self, and the means for that change, in the use of folk to help you in the change, in your scope for change in the self, in the way you point your face at change, in how you get rid of the stuff that stops change, in how you take on board aids to change, in your use of the urge to change, in your need to change, in the odds of change, in the form of change, and in the stuff of change. There are not knowns in your aims on the way to change. There are not knowns in your means of change. There are not knowns in your links with those who change, too. There are not knowns in your gift to change. There are not knowns in the way you point your face at change. There are not knowns in how you take on board aids to change. There are not knowns in your use of the urge to change. There are not knowns in the need to change. There are not knowns in the odds of change. There are not knowns in the form of change. There are not knowns in forms change will put you to. There are not knowns in the stuff of change that you will go through in your own core stuff post-change. If we doubt the truth of all these not knowns, it curbs our scope and stops our growth rise, binds us down, halts us at the bounds that ought to be crossed. Your lack of faith in these not knowns curbs your scope and stops your growth rise binds you down, halts you at the bounds that ought to be crossed in your own core stuff. You'll let there be no end, no end to thought, no end to what you feel, no end to the flow. You'll let there be no end, no end to thought, no end to what you feel, no end to the flow. That which is banned is barred, that which is let be is real. When you let there be no bounds, there are no bounds. That which is barred is banned. That which is banned is barred. That which is real is let be. That which is let be is real. When you let there be no bounds, there are no bounds. That which is banned is barred. That which is barred is banned. 
that which is real is let be. That which is let be is real. When you let there be no bounds, there are no bounds. No bounds are real. No bounds here. In the sphere of the mind, what you trust to be true is true, or will grow to be true. In the sphere of the mind, there are no bounds. In the sphere of the mind, what you trust to be true is true, or will grow to be true. There are no bounds. That was Alistair Fruish's Cosmic Podcast featuring Kate Alderton and Oliver Senton. The Cosmic Podcasts are produced by me, Nick Alderton, with the support of the Arts Council. The music was occupied by Dr. Marshmallow Cubicle and available on Iron Man Records. You can find Alistair Fruish at fruishon.co.uk and on Twitter at Alistair Fruish. His forthcoming monosyllabic science fiction novel The Sentence is out soon. And here's a little synchronicity for you. Al will be appearing in the Cosmic Trigger play as William S. Burroughs on Thursday the 18th of May. Who else features in the play? None other than Alan Moore as the world's most intelligent computer. And Al was one of the editors of Alan Moore's epic tome, Jerusalem. It's all connected. If you want to get along to see Al, Alan, Kate, Oliver and everyone else in the play, you have until the 27th of May. Book now by heading over to the Cockpit Theatre website, which is www.thecockpit.org.uk. You can find me on Twitter at Nolderton and Cosmic Trigger at 2CosmicTrigger3. And if you want to send us feedback or have ideas for future episodes, head over to nja.im slash tellme and leave us a voice message. Yeah, yeah, yeah.